Former Utah legend Steve Smith produces a documentary piece for the NFL Network all about Devin Lloyd, Aaron Lowe, Ty Jordan, and the number 22. I'll give you my thoughts coming up next on Locked on Utes. You are Locked on Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey guys, it's good to be with you on a Tuesday, April 26th edition of Locked on Utes. My name is Austin Facer. I'm the host of the show. I'm the uh, the opinionated, smart aleck, but enthusiastic uh, host of the show, giving you all insight, analysis, news, fun stuff, some interaction. Uh, bad pronunciation is also another thing I bring to the table. Um, all, that, all that good stuff that you've come to love and enjoy here on the Locked on Utes show. Um, I just acknowledge, you know, I, I, I am getting started on this. I appreciate the massive response you've seen so far. It's been overwhelmingly overwhelmingly positive. I really appreciate it. We've seen a ton of growth on YouTube, seen a lot of uh, downloads on our podcasting side as well. So that's really appreciated. Uh, just to to the those of you who, you know, are, are giving me some feedback, really appreciate that. Uh, I will work on my pronunciation. I'll admit sometimes... Uh, it's not the best, um, something I can definitely do better at. So I'll, uh, I'll take that in mind. I'll do, uh, do the best possible job I can because I'm doing the show for you guys. You guys deserve it. A lot of, uh, passion about the university of Utah, a lot of exciting things. It's a really exciting time to be a Utah fan. Uh, well, Utah's coming on to the national radar in a lot of ways. And I think the way that we're going to see that this week, and we've already seen, Shades of that leading up to it is, is going to be at the NFL draft this Thursday. Um, as we all know and expecting, I said today was the 25th. It's actually the 26th. Uh, coming up on Thursday, uh, it's, it's a big day. Utah is going to um, send its ninth ever first rounder off to the NFL. Uh, that's expected to be Mr. Devin Lloyd. Uh, he's not expected to go any lower than... Uh, 32nd in the NFL draft. Most experts and pundits of the league are, are projecting him to go uh, in the uh, early 20s, somewhere around there. Uh, kind of leaning up to, you know, we've seen a lot of lot of uh, Devin Lloyd getting, uh, getting some love from a national audience. Uh, the NFL themselves, they put him on a, a graphic promoting the draft. I saw that on Twitter, retweeted that. Um the most recent bit of media was a nice little documentary piece that uh, former Ute Steve Smith, also NFL great, uh, put together. He's an uh, analyst now for the NFL Network. Uh, he produced an NFL piece, or excuse me, an NFL Network's documentary piece on Devin Lloyd. He was here in Salt Lake interviewing Mr. Lloyd, Coach Whittingham, Colton Swan, Clark Phillips, a number of other people. Um, surrounding the program just to get a feel for Devin and to, to tell the story uh, of last year of the 2021-2022 season. Um, a story we all know very well, a story we're, we're not going to ever forget, obviously just due to the, the, the tremendous accomplishments and the tremendous um, tragedies that beset the program. The, the extreme highs and lows, I think, made it a, a, year, a very unforgettable year, and I think uh, – Steve Smith did a great job of telling that story uh, on a on a 
broad scale, uh, some interviews to add a lot of great context, some behind the scenes footage. Um, obviously, Steve went through the entire length of the the story. He started uh, last year's or not last year, the year before the 2020 season, the the last game of the year, the Washington State game, the comeback victory, covered the the death of Ty Jordan. Uh, the awarding of the Ty Jordan Scholarship to Aaron Lowe, Aaron Lowe's death, and then Utah's um, resilience in overcoming those tragedies and winning the the Pac-12 championship for the first time. Again, I thought Steve Smith did a really nice job of telling the story in a in a very digestible way. We all know the story, of course, but I think uh, for the broader audience out there nationally, I think that it's something they're really going to enjoy, especially the way that he he told it. Uh, some there was some pretty amazing footage in there too. Uh, some some stuff I I hadn't seen. Um, probably the the most remarkable footage was uh, the video of Aaron Lowe's mother um, addressing the team shortly after his death, uh, just giving them encouragement, um, sharing how much the program means to her and meant to her son. And Devin Lloyd just kind of talked about how that was really the green light for the team to to keep going and to, to play out the rest of the year and, and end up the way it, way it did was, was all due to, to Aaron Lowe's mother's remarks. I think that, that was a really powerful moment for me. I, I, that was definitely the, the, the gut wrenching moment there to see her choked up, but still, you know, expressing her appreciation to the team. I thought that was, that was a really compelling piece of video. Uh, a lot of numerology in that, in that video as well. Uh, Steve Smith pointed out that at the NFL Combine, Devin Lloyd was assigned number 22, just like uh, the numbers that have been so the number that has been so synonymous with this story, and the the number that's been so symbolic and emblematic in a lot of ways. You know that was kind of a a nice little little touch there to add. Um, it, it got me thinking. You know, the NFL draft. Experts are projecting Devin Lloyd to go around the early 20s. Um, I was wondering just how remarkable it would be if he ended up getting picked at the 22nd spot. Uh, right now, that spot belongs to the Green Bay Packers. Um, the The Draft Network says they have some need at linebacker. It's, it's kind of a secondary need for them. Uh, however, if he's the best player available at that point in the draft... Um, Man, would that be an amazing uh, additional footnote or, or chapter to add to the story to see Devin uh, taken at, at at 22nd? You know, we're we're uh, as, just uh, to be a little philosophical for you. You know, we are uh, pattern seeking creatures here on the earth. Uh, I, for one, am not like super into numerology, but I, you know, like a lot of people, I think you know we all look for connections and explanations for. For the way things go, especially the, the things that are confusing and don't make any sense, uh, kind of the same way that um, Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe's death don't make a, deaths don't make a lot of sense. Um, I feel like, uh, man, it, it would. I think it would make me uh, burst into tears to see Devin Lloyd taken twenty second overall, whether that's by the Packers or if a trade is made. Uh, that would be just an, a, a remarkable little little detail that I think would 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 either close the book or perpetuate this story um, just even further. And 
I think uh, I think it's going to be great. We're going to be really interested to see where Devin Lloyd ends up. So, uh, again, I thought Steve Steve Smith did a really nice job of telling the story, and I definitely recommend. I, it, it aired on NFL Network already, um, but it's on YouTube. Um, I believe it's the the headline story right now, the top story on NFL.com. You can click on that. You can read uh, the column that that Steve wrote along with that. Um, in addition to seeing the video that was aired on the NFL Network. So go ahead and check that out. It's definitely worth your time for sure. It's, I'm sure they'll air it again leading up to the draft or air some highlights of it, uh, especially when the time comes, when Devin Lloyd gets his name called on Thursday. Maybe it'll be 22nd overall. Who knows? All right, so coming up next, uh, I want to respond to a YouTube subscriber's comment. Uh, he, I believe he commented on the, the show I did last week where I responded to ESPN ranking the youths as the fourth overall team in the country. I'll respond to that comment. I think it's worth looking into. First, though, I want to tell you guys about Athletic Greens. They've got a product I use literally every day. I'm getting up there in age. I'm old. I can't pronounce things. I've got an upset tummy. I need better gut health. I've got to figure out how to get more energy, get this immune system uh, running like a well-oiled machine, AG1's got the stuff for me. And here's the thing. It doesn't taste like a like a health drink or whatever. It's got like a kind of a, a tropical taste that I actually look forward to. Let me tell you about this stuff, though. It's got all the good stuff in there. It's got 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. This, this stuff, you might not know what it is, but it gets your day right. It gets you off on the right foot. It helps with energy, recovering, focus, and aging. Uh, these crow's feet that are uh, building around my eyeballs, uh, it's helping fight those back, and I think that's a tremendous benefit. Not only that, it's got just one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial yucky stuff. Still tastes great. It, it costs less than $3 a day. That's, that's how you got to look at it. It's an investment in your health. Way better for you than get, grabbing that morning coffee. And just uh, as a little added bonus, a little something to make you feel good about your purchase, for every purchase you make, AG Athletic Greens donates to organizations helping to help, helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including the No Kid Hungry organization here in the U.S. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that's athleticgreens.college. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So going back to what the, the comment that was, oh, and really quick, before, before I move on to this, I got to tell you, um, big announcement for the first time ever, right? We talked about Devin Lloyd being in the NFL draft. How are you going to follow the NFL draft? Uh, where's the best place to go? Where am I going to get my pick-by-pick live inside analysis? Where's this going to happen? Where do I go? What's the best place to watch this on? Go to our NFL draft live coverage. Locked on NFL draft live from our studios in Dallas. Draft is in Vegas. We've got studios in Dallas. We're giving you pick-by-pick analysis from our local experts and draft gurus covering all three days as our draft team guides you through every pick and trade in real time. It all starts Thursday, April 28th at 5. That's Mountain Time. 
available on Locked On NFL's YouTube page and on the Audacity app. So make sure you check that out. Anyways, back to the comment that was made by uh, YouTube subscriber. By the way, I really appreciate the response you've seen on YouTube, seeing a lot of people subscribe over the last week. That was, that's was that been really great to see. Um, but he, he commented on the the show where I mentioned uh, the, the lofty status that ESPN has given the Utes in their way too early top 25 ranking. And one of you fine YouTube subscribers commented that the focus should be not on the end of the year, not on ending up in the college football playoff at the end of the year. The focus should be on playing Florida in the swamp in the season opener September 3rd. That's where the focus should be. We've got to take it game by game. This first game is going to be really tricky. And you, you wonderful YouTube subscriber, you commented that the Utes seem to struggle with early season matchups and struggle to get going early in the year. So you've expressed a little bit of concern there. You're a great guy, whoever you are, YouTube commenter. I appreciate you. Um, I just want to give you some assurance, though. I've done some research. I looked at probably the last, oh, math here, seven, eight seasons of Utah football to see if Utah has a history of struggling in the early season, especially recently. And I got to tell you, I don't think it's there. I don't think your concern is completely valid, right? Now, of course, we all have the recency bias. Um, I think last year, early on, was a bit troubling, obviously. Starting with, uh, you know, one and two record. You know, they beat Weber State in the season opener. Big deal, right? Who cares? I agree. Uh, Losses to BYU and San Diego State, though. Those were tough to swallow. Um, the BYU one, you know, obviously because that's our rival San Diego state, because they're not a power five team. And that was a game we could have and should have won after cam rising, uh, came into the game at the, in the third quarter. Um, so that, so that was, uh, I guess, uh, an early season slip up, you know, 2021. However, it, I mean, it, there's not a, a lot of other history, especially recent history to go off of, right? 2020, they started with losses to USC and Washington, but who cares? I barely want to count the 2020 season as anything, you know, being that they only played five games, finished three and two, who cares, right? I'm not, I'm not lumping that into my analysis here. 20, let's go back to 2019, the, uh, the pre-pandemic year. They started the, the year 3-0, and had a narrow loss to USC, then won the next eight games, lost in the Pac-12 title game, obviously lost to Texas in the Alamo Bowl. 2018, uh, started 2-0, lost to Washington, Washington State. After that, finished 9-5, played in the Pac-12 championship game. 2017, started 4-0, then lost the next four, finished at a, with a 7-6 record. 2016, started 4-0 again, finished 9-4. 2015, started 6-0, including a big win, over Michigan, which was at home, it was Jim Harbaugh's first game as coach of the Michigan Wolverines. So, you know, I appreciate. I think I appreciate where the comments coming from. I think getting the win over Florida in the in the season opener will definitely be uh, is definitely the most important thing right now on Utah's schedule. Um, and a, a win would certainly be a step in the right direction. A loss. Uh, I think would would make things a little bit discouraging. It's not a it's a non conference game though, obviously. So 
wouldn't have too much impact in Utah's ability to get back to the to the championship. But rest assured, YouTube commenter, Utah, for the most part, does pretty well in early season matchups. Um, I went back even further to see if they had some some tough opening season opponents that we could look at. Um, 2010, they defeated Pittsburgh, who came into the season ranked 15th. That was a home game at Rice Eagle Stadium. I mentioned the 2015 win against Michigan. You might remember a few years earlier, 2008, which happened to be the Sugar Bowl year, as we all know. Uh, the season started with a victory over Michigan in the big house over there in Ann Arbor. And then, of course, the 2004 season, we all know that's the Fiesta Bowl year, uh, started with a victory over Texas A&M at Rice-Eccles Stadium. So the message I'm trying to impart to you, YouTube commenter, is that I respectfully disagree with your take, with half of your take. I agree the game at Florida is very important, obviously. However, I do not agree. I don't think there's a history of Utah struggling early in the season. I think there has been a history of Utah struggling in November um, for whatever reason. I think that um, that history has kind of dissipated a little bit in, in recent years. That's that's what I think. That's the time of year when I think of when I think of uh, the the part of the calendar that Utah struggles in. Um, I am going to say, no, sir. Don't be too worried. It's an important game, but if history is any indication. I think Utah is just going to be, it's going to be all right. They're going to be a okay. So don't even worry. I appreciate the enthusiasm, though. Uh, let's get back to talking about the NFL draft. We all know it's a foregone conclusion. Devin Lloyd is going to be the first Ute taken in the NFL draft. There's no doubt about that. It feels even silly to to say that. But who's going to be the second Ute? Who? What? What? What are the experts telling us? What? What? What's the? What's the projections there? What? Are, what's the prognosis? I'll look into it. I did a little bit of research on what the, the pundits are saying. First, though, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is your source to get all the latest betting news, the lines, the odds, updates, all that good stuff. You know, we've got the NBA playoffs going on. That's going to be a big one. I imagine there's going to be some NFL prop bets. Who's going to go number one overall? You know, how far will this guy go? When will this guy go? Who will this team pick? Uh, hell, if you're even into betting esports for whatever reason, this is something I like to make fun of every time I do the ad read for Bet Online. You can do that. You can bet on esports if that's really your thing. They've got they're that good at the betting game. They've got analysis and insight on esports. So that's that's something else. Remember, it's it's very easy. Just go to BetOnline.net. It's bet, not dot com dot net. They've got all your all your good stuff right there. Easy enough on your phone desktop, subscribe to their email newsletter. They'll get you going. It's betonline.net where the game starts. So, as I mentioned, we know Devin Lloyd is going to be the first you drafted, right? I don't think there's any competition really. I don't think there's any, oh, could uh, could someone else from Utah go ahead of him? No, that's not going to happen, right? We all know that that will happen. My question is, who will the second Ute be? Uh, the, the the second Utah man off the board and off to the NFL. Well, unfortunately, despite the fact that there are a bevy of Utes who have made some big plays for the program over the years, uh, some guys who have, you know, who check all the boxes seemingly in terms of 
accomplishments at the college level, physical skills, all that kind of stuff. Talking about guys like Nick Ford, uh, Cole Fotheringham, uh, TJ Pledger, Mika Defua, Bam Olasini, Britton Covey, Nephi Sewell. It's going to be quite some time. If you're sitting around watching Locked On NFL, which you should be, and you're waiting for the second you to get drafted, you should know that you're probably going to be waiting a very long time if the experts are to believe, right? So ESPN's Matt Miller, he, he did a full seven-round draft, uh, mock draft. He f- is forecasting just three draftees. Lloyd is the first, obviously. He's not projecting another Utah guy to come off the board until the seventh round. He, he's expecting Nephi Sewell, uh, linebacker as well, to get selected with the 240th pick uh, by the Washington Commanders. The other, the the final Ute he is seeing go off to the NFL via the draft. It's going to be Mr. Britton Covey, who will be almost Mr. Irrelevant. We'll go just before Mr. Irrelevant's selection, or a few picks before it, actually. He'll go 259th to the Kansas City Chiefs, according to Matt Miller. Um, I was like, okay, so that's ESPN's take. Uh, we appreciate them thinking so highly of the Utes going into next season. They're not always right, though. You know, let's see, let's see what else. We'll see what else. What other experts are saying? It's it's a similar situation. Okay, NFL.com's Chad Reuter is predicting Covey to go before Nephi Sewell. Still in the seventh round, though, being the second Ute taken at 252 by the Cincinnati Bengals. Sewell, he says, will go seven picks later to the Chiefs where Matt Miller projected him to go. Um, I, I thought myself, okay, that's two. Fine. Who cares? ESPN and NFL. Those guys are, those guys are clowns. They don't know what they're talking about. Uh, I went, I went ahead to pro football focus. Uh, they didn't have a seven round projection yet. Seven round mock draft set up quite yet. Uh, but they did have the 250 player big board. Uh, Devin Lloyd, obviously high on the board at 15. Only one other Ute on the board though which is Nephi Sewell at 248. So it seems like it's it's going to be kind of a uh, an NFL draft sandwich on Utah bread. We'll see a Ute go early on. Devin Lloyd will go somewhere in the middle of the first round. Uh, they'll have the entirety, nearly the entirety of the NFL draft finally bookended by either a late seventh round selection being Britton Covey or Nephi Sewell. That's really all the experts are saying. They're saying tough luck, Nick Ford, tough luck, Cole Fotheringham, tough luck, TJ Pledger, tough luck, Nika Tafua, which is surprising to me. And another one I thought was surprising, uh, tough luck, Bam Olasini. So we'll see where they go. Just because, you know, obviously guys don't get selected doesn't mean their pro careers are over. Uh, Obviously, these guys will sign with teams uh, via free agency. They'll report to training camp. They'll fight for a spot on the team, and it's not a—it's not impossible that a few of them will make the team. Um, you know, what's interesting is I remember—I'm sure you will—Chase uh, Hansen, who wasn't selected, he was—he signed with the Saints, you know, shortly after the NFL draft uh, as an undrafted free agent, and he's still on the roster. He actually appeared in a couple games. He's been in the Saints facility, their locker room, on their roster 
for like three seasons now, despite not being an NFL draft selection, he's still found a way to, to kind of stick in the NFL. So just use that as an, as an example, just because, you know, we, we don't see a ton of Utes getting drafted. Doesn't mean we won't see uh, a few guys end up at the pro level. So it's a big week this week on Thursday, NFL draft. Devin Lloyd's going to be there. He's bringing Kyle Whittingham and linebacker coach Colton Swan along with him. It's it's going to be a fun week. We, we got all your good stuff here. So why don't you go ahead and make Locked on NFL Draft your second listen, hosted by Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. These guys bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight, analysis, all that good stuff on college football prospects, and a look behind the curtain at NFL front offices. Just like Locked on Utes, it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Go look it up right now. Get ready for the NFL Draft. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in.